Welcome to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. For over 30 years, Paul Stone has been seriously handicapping college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf. Over the past five seasons, spanning almost 600 releases, Paul has hit 55% against the spread in college football, gaining the respect of sports books and bettors throughout the world. He is monitored by highly respected the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. Paul has also won two major Las Vegas football handicapping contests and finished in the top four in two others. Each week, Paul will provide exclusive handicapping insights on the podcast. To receive Paul's exact picks each week, you can sign up for member-only access at paulstonesports.org. Now, on to the show. Seems like just uh, yesterday we were getting the Paul Stone Sports podcast off the ground, and now here we are. Episode 40, late February, 40 straight weeks of producing content with a sports handicapping twist with a heavy focus on college football and college basketball this time of year. Hello everyone, I'm Paul Stone at uh, right at 7 p.m. Central on Thursday, February 24th. This week's episode titled, What's Your Handicap? But I'm not referring to golf. Instead, I'm referring to our handicap of a sporting event and how sometimes, despite our best efforts, the results don't go our way. When you seemingly do everything right and end up with a loser. Of course, you know, it's very important to acknowledge this is a two-way street. You know, sometimes our handicap stinks and we still win. But we forget those quickly. Uh, Besides, we're supposed to win some of those. Yeah, right. Uh, Now on today's show, I'm going to be... relatively short and sweet with this podcast as I have been uh, the last few weeks uh, very cognizant of your time and I've got a lot of handicapping to do myself uh, so we'll get on to it and I won't keep you probably more than 20 minutes or so you know most of you first of all you've heard the lament or the phrase you can control the handicap but you can't control the result You know, this is probably, guys and gals, this is probably one of the most difficult sports betting adages or truths to get across to novices or newbies, or unfortunately, you know, sometimes even old-timers, in some cases, who wouldn't know a good handicap if it uh, hit them in the face. You know, sometimes, first of all, you, 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 you misread the market. You take a bad number. You fail to uncover a key injury. Uh, among the participants, uh, but you still get the money. Your ticket's a winner. Folks, plain and simple, that was not a good bet. (laughs) A good bet, and this is important, is going to be known, it's going to be determined before the contest begins, not after the game is over. You know, most of the the small group of people whom I know who truly are long-term winners They are process-oriented handicappers, not results-oriented handicappers. You know, I'm not one to cry over spilled milk because I realize, again, I likely benefit from a bad handicap as often as I get the short end of the stick on a good handicap. But in Monday's college basketball uh, game between the uh, Citadel and Sanford, I believe I, I properly handicapped the total. I believe I did everything right. It played out the way I thought it would. 
and I get nothing but an L for my efforts. And again, I know that's the way it goes. I've been doing this for a long time, and I know sometimes I get a W for a poor effort. But I took this game between the Citadel and Sanford to go over 157 near the opener uh, before the game. You know, the number kind of danced around. It dropped as low as 155 and a half, I believe, at one point. Moved back up to uh, 158 near post. Uh, first of all, I'll let you know, you know, I'm real careful and selective when it comes to playing high totals over in college hoops. And I think Monday's loser pretty much underscores the reasons why. You know, I'm not going to get into every single, you know, piece of data that I applied in my handicap of this game. You know, I don't want to necessarily give away the seven herbs and spices, so to speak. But the teams, first of all, they both play at an above average pace. Uh, especially the Citadel. They rank 23rd in adjusted tempo, uh, according to uh, Ken Palm. And then Samford comes in at number 56 in adjusted tempo. Both these teams, they have a considerably higher offensive efficiency rating than they do defensive efficiency rating. You know, I projected in this game a lot of field goal attempts and a lot of three-point attempts uh, among those field goal attempts. In the first meeting... Uh, was a 107-93 victory by the Citadel. The teams in that game combined for 128 field goal attempts, 57 of those from beyond the arc, 57 of those three-point attempts. And, of course, again, they combined to score the uh, aforementioned 200 points. So to put this in perspective, 128 field goal attempts they combined for in the first meeting. College basketball games this year have averaged approximately 114 and a half field goal attempts per game between the two teams. This game, again, the first time, 128 field goal attempts. Typically, the average game this year, three-point attempts, right at 43 and a half. Their first meeting, again, 57 three-point attempts. So I was anticipating lots of shots, and man, did that part of my handicap come to fruition. The teams combined for a whopping 143 field goal attempts, uh, 15 more than uh, when they combined to score 200 points just 16 days earlier. They also combined to attempt 67 three-pointers, and that was 10 more uh, than that earlier meeting when they combined for 200 points. Uh, the teams on uh, this past Monday, they only shot a total of 31 free throws. Uh, that was just too short of what they did in the first meeting. They combined to shoot 33 free throws in that game uh, that soared over the total. But in this particular game, uh, the Southern Conference combatants, they were ice cold from the field. Uh, any way you slice it, they shot a combined 39.9% from the field total, 269 from three-point territory. Couldn't even make free throws Monday. Of those 31 attempts, they only made 18. Uh, so they shot 58% uh, from the so-called charity stripe. And then to uh, f- further um, exacerbate my plight, there was no fouling at the end of the game uh, to assist my overposition. Those of you who follow uh, college basketball closely, oftentimes in, in college games that are competitive especially, you'll see a flurry of fouls in the final few minutes or the final couple of minutes of a competitive game uh, where the outcome remains in doubt. The trailing team repeatedly fouls to extend the game to keep hope alive. 
In this one, however, the teams did not make a single free throw in the game's final three minutes. And they only combined to attempt one free throw in the game's final three minutes. So that was really uh, unusual. It was a close game. You know, unusual stuff. But that's how it goes. You know, I like to reference music uh, oftentimes on my podcast. And it reminds me of a mid-1980s rock anthem by the uh, rock group Journey, Don't Stop Believing. That signature line, some will win, some will lose. Some were born to sing the blues. And that was what I was singing on Monday. So let's roll the tape forward now one day to Tuesday. This past Tuesday, February 22nd, in my examination of the Mid-American Conference throwdown between Buffalo and Miami of Ohio, uh, without rattling off you know, a bunch of statistics, uh, again, that I rely on when betting totals, the Buffalo-Miami game qualified as an overplay at the morning total of 155. But I was still, you know, personally, I was still feeling the sting of losing my overplay less than 12 hours earlier on the Citadel-Sanford game. So I kept looking at it, kept looking at this Buffalo-Miami total uh, frontwards and backwards and to the left and to the right. Uh, And statistically, you know, it looked a lot like the previous night's game. You know, it checked all the boxes, uh, played out nicely in in my mind in terms of pace. Thought there would be a lot of field goal attempts, a lot of three-point attempts. Uh, And I just was worried about this game uh, having a lid on the basket, both baskets for that matter, uh, on it again like the previous night's uh, game. So I just kind of kept thinking, you know, do I want to bet another relatively high total to go over only to have it fall a few points short? You know, I was obviously being impacted by recency bias uh, and a very small sample size of just one game. And ultimately, I rotted myself punched in Buffalo, Miami, uh, over 155. Uh, The game played out, um, you know, really nicely, uh, kind of according to script, if you will. You know, like my loser on Monday night, uh, the teams combined to shoot 143 shots from the field, so well above the average of 114.5. 42 of those were from three-point land. The teams only combined to shoot 45.5% from the field, only 35.7% from three-point territory. You know, fairly typical percentages for a college basketball game. But when it comes to betting totals, you know, it's all about pace and my handicapping. You know, and the pace in this case, playing an over, I anticipated the pace would be frenetic. It was. Uh, In both the games, it was. Ended up one winner, one loser. Uh, but I feel good, you know, about my handicap of both those games, uh, both those overs. Again, as handicappers, remember, we can control our handicap of the game. We cannot control the outcome, and it's important to uh, to understand that and to acknowledge that uh, as you go about your handicapping uh, process each week, especially in college basketball, because so, you're just handicapping, you know, day after day, and you have games every day. And it's nonstop, and you got to keep your heads, you know, screwed on straight. You got to know what the goal is. You have to understand that sometimes you're going to do things right, uh, and you're going to get a loser. And other times, you have to know that you really didn't put a good handicap on the game. 
uh, and you got a winner, and those things come out uh, even in the wash, so to speak. Uh, now to this week's uh, shameless plug for Paul Stone Sports. Uh, folks, it's been another productive uh, winning season in college basketball for Paul Stone Sports. Uh, through games played yesterday, Wednesday, February 23rd. Paul Stone Sports now 114-89-2 against the spread, 56.2%. Uh, as documented and monitored by the reputable the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. Again, I specialize in market uh, selections in three sports only, college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf. College football, obviously on recess, uh, on recess until September. Uh, so my only sports of concentration at the present, college basketball and golf. If interested in one, or the other, or both, please visit paulstonesports.org. You can get college basketball from now until the national championship game through the national championship game in early April for only $244. PGA Tour matchups each week through the uh, end of August for only $229. Or you can get both today for just $369. I'll have a, a March Madness basketball uh, package up uh, on the site sometime next week for those who have asked, a few have inquired about that. Uh, but between now and then, hopefully, you know, we're going to pick up a few more units. Uh, so consider uh, joining us today, if you will. Again, if interested, please go to paulstonesports.org. Now I'm going to look at this week's uh, complimentary selection. I'm going to turn to the uh, Southeastern Conference where number six, Kentucky, Travels to number 18, Arkansas, on Saturday afternoon. Uh, first of all, you know, let me, I'm going to make it crystal clear. I really like this Kentucky team. You know, I think this is a team that's got the right pieces, uh, that can score from multiple positions when healthy uh, to make a run in the NCAA tournament. But the Wildcats at the present, they are not healthy at the guard position. Their top two point guards, Ty Ty Washington and Severe Wheeler, uh, both missed Wednesday's home win over LSU due to injury. I think both have to be considered questionable uh, to play Saturday in Fayetteville. In Fayetteville, uh, this game clearly a big one, no question about it, uh, in the SEC. But it's not the NCAA tournament. Selection Sunday is only 15 days from this Saturday's showdown in uh, Fayetteville. The Cats need Washington, uh, who's struggling with an ankle injury right now, and Wheeler, who's got a uh, wrist ailment. They need those two guys healthy for the big dance. They need them healthy for the NCAA tournament. So I'm not sure both are going to play on Saturday, uh, and I wouldn't even be real surprised if both sit out this game as well. Even if they do play, Arkansas's 15-1 this season at Bud Walton Arena. Uh, they're going to be calling the Hogs in earnest Saturday afternoon. This is really with the injury, kind of the unknown status to bo of both Washington and Wheeler on the Kentucky side. This is a difficult number to make. I'm going to say pick them. Uh, in any event, I don't see either team laying two points here. I think it's going to be one, one and a half, or even pick. But I think Arkansas is going to beat Kentucky Saturday in Fayetteville. Uh, even if you have to lay one, even one and a half, I'd rather not lay more than one. But take Arkansas in any event to beat Kentucky Saturday in Fayetteville. So that's going to do it for another uh, episode of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. I really appreciate 
uh, those of you who have listened to most of them, if not all of them. And I want to give a shout out to one of my uh, loyal listeners. I believe she's probably listened to every podcast, all 40. And that's my lovely wife, Abby. Uh, This Saturday, February 26th, we're going to be celebrating our 22nd anniversary. So love you, Abby, and many more uh, in the future anniversaries that we will um, share together. So until next time, folks, enjoy the games. Uh, Be kind. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you next week. Until next time, I'm Paul Stone signing off. Thank you for listening to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And visit paulstonesports.org to sign up for member-only access to Paul's college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf picks and predictions. 